Just some brief notes about St. Mark himself, whose feast we have today. Interesting, the things that you can find out these days, because I didn't know how he was martyred or where or any of that stuff. Turns out he was the first bishop of Alexandria. And he was there preaching and proclaiming the Christ in opposition to all the gods of the city and all this stuff, and rather angered the pagans. And they tied a rope around him and dragged him through the city until he was dead. Um, his relics were there for a long time until they were transferred to Italy, where they still are, the cathedral of, I think it's cathedral of St. Mark in, um, in Venice. In Venice. But, you know, the Last Supper, the upper room, that was owned by St. Mark's mother. So all that stuff that took place in the upper room from the Last Supper to the first resurrection appearance to Pentecost, that was a place owned by the mother of St. Mark. Just a little interesting tidbits from tradition for you. But in the Gospel, which ironically is from St. Luke, even though it's St. Mark's feast day, is the sending out of the 72. They go forth as sheep among wolves. So if last week we were focusing on the role of the shepherd, today is on instructions for shepherds. Our Lord sends them out in pairs. Why? Because it's dangerous out there. You need backup. You need someone, when times get tough, to have your back, spiritually and physically. Because the wolf is tough. He's strong, he's sly, and he's dangerous. So you never want to take the wolf on alone unless circumstances force you to. It's always better to have two. And our Lord sends them out in such a way that they're not taking things that are really necessary for travel. They're not to take a staff, not to take, take money, they're not to take, you know, on and on and on and on. Why? Because the shepherd has to learn to rely solely on God. They can't rely on their own strength, their own abilities, their own resourcefulness. Because if they try doing that, fighting against the wolf, guess what? They're going to get their head handed to them. Because it is only by the power of God that the shepherd has any power over the wolf. He's telling them, you must rely on me solely. So on your own, you're a wolf fuck. So they go out. And they're to go everywhere that the Lord himself is planning to go. And they're to heal the sick and to proclaim the coming, the nearness of God's kingdom. So they, here they are, as sheep among wolves. Why would he say that? Because the shepherd is also, in, a, in certain respects, one of the sheep. He's chosen from among the sheep by God. And since God is, since Jesus is the good shepherd, we are the sheep of his flock, just as everyone else is, but in a different way. 
what he's showing is that his care goes to all people. But the primary obligation of the shepherd is healing and proclaiming the good news. To drive off the wolf of darkness. To keep it at bay. That's all part of this instruction he's giving here. Because the good news of the kingdom is a powerful message. But the healing that has to be done by the shepherd in the proclaiming and the healing of the sick and the healing of demoniacs, the healing of everything that we're called to do, we need to remember that image of the good shepherd again. How is Christ, that? how is that picture often shown? Shepherd with the sheep across his back. Why is the shepherd carrying the sheep? Because in ancient times, when the sheep wandered off, and the shepherd went looking for it, as we hear in another gospel, the sheep gets lost, the good shepherd goes and finds it and carries it home. We'd find the sheep, break one of its legs, so we'd have to carry it everywhere, so it would become attached to the shepherd. So it wouldn't be as likely to wander off again. Because the sheep would then have to literally rely on the shepherd for everything. For safety, for food, for water, for shelter. For all of its basic necessities, it was powerless to do anything apart from the shepherd. So in an allegorical way, that's what our Lord is doing here. He's not breaking their legs, but he's teaching them. You can do nothing apart from me. The only way you can achieve anything is within and through me and my power. And if you forget about it, the wolves out there will remind you who is really in charge here. Because the shepherd, a human shepherd, is nothing, absolutely nothing, before the power of the wolf. And if he wants to defend his sheep, he can't do it on his own authority and power. It's got to be through the power of God. So all of us who are shepherds, be it parents, grandparents, godparents, priests, deacons, subdeacons, and on and on, rely on the power of God. Not whatever, whatever you think your gifts are, not on whatever you think your strengths are and abilities are, you rely on yourself, you'll be dead long before the sheep. Rely on God and watch his power do amazing things. For as big and, for as big and bad as the big bad wolf can be, he's a creature. Even the most powerful of demons is but a creature. And before the power of God, he is just nothing. You know, it's kind of ant meat boot when you call on the power of God. For the greatest of the wolves is but a cockroach. When you throw in the light of God, it scatters to the darkness. But only when the shepherd knows his role, knows that he is weak, and it is God who is strong. It is God who will do deliver the victory. For the battle is the Lord's. And the minute we think it's ours is the minute we are defeated. God sends every 
help me be it angelic, be it physical strength, whatever it may be. When we rely on him, his power saves. His power drives off darkness. His power fills the shepherd. And it is that, not the shepherd, but the power of God through the shepherd that keeps the wolf at bay, that drives him back to the outer darkness where there is wailing and gnashing of teeth. But it is only by relying on the power of God for everything. Not just supernaturally, but naturally too. We rely on him for everything. It's the hard thing to do. But to really achieve the fullness of sainthood, to really achieve the heights of heroic virtue, that's what we're called to do. Because we too are sent out as sheep among wolves. And the wolf is out there, waiting, watching, and we must be prepared by the power of God, His grace, His strength, in reliance upon Him. For with, with Him, we can do all things. And greater is He that dwells in us than he who dwells in the world. So there is no power on earth or hell that can withstand the power of Almighty God. So be not afraid of the wolf. Don't give him one inch. But stand firm in the power of Almighty God, in his love and his truth. And stand firm in the truth of the gospel, the gospel proclaimed by St. Mark, and the gospel proclaimed through the ages. For it is this that gives us the power, the wisdom, and the instructions that we need to keep the sheep free from the snares and tactics of the wolf.